How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to 19 Year Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. So for most of us, we're now on winter break, seeing the family for a little while and rejuvenated before heading back to classes and work. And I'm back in Connecticut right now and it is so cold compared to LA, but it's the holidays, so it's only temporary. And for us college students, we've experienced what normal college life or life is like in general, again, these last couple months. And it's definitely been so exciting and so fun being able to see people um, that you haven't seen in a very long time. But I don't know about you, but it's been very challenging and difficult at times as well. And this episode, we'll talk about how to use this winter break as a way to get back on track in areas where we might have been falling short. And I'm gonna get into that in a little while. You might think, where is this topic coming from? Because I'm gonna start off with something a little bit different and then lead into that. Um, but we'll get there eventually, don't worry. So let's go back to the start of the pandemic first. Uh, we've all been in this spot where we've spent over a year taking online classes, not having to deal with transition times and traveling or social interactions. I hear a lot from people saying that they picked up some good habits during quarantine and I've seen them kind of stop doing them as they've had more in-person activities. Other things that my friends have been telling me is that they feel like they don't have as much time for themselves and feel like time is slipping away from them more so than the control that they felt during the height of the pandemic. And I completely agree. I've experienced the exact same thing. And I'm going to give you some examples of how I've struggled with this because sometimes a problem shared is a problem halved. There's a little bumper sticker for the day, but sometimes it definitely does help. But again, it's been amazing that we've all been back in person. Wouldn't trade that for the world. And these times have definitely, definitely been more exciting than any point last year. But for me, as you all might attest to, I became super regimented during COVID uh, because we had so much free time. Becoming regimented was a way for me to gain control and structure my life when there really wasn't much going on for us. And I wanted to use the time as a way to get ahead. Many people were sulking, wasting time doing stupid stuff, spending eight hours on social media, and I was one of those people starting out. But then I realized that I had the opportunity to separate myself from my peers and use this time to get ahead. So I began becoming so invested in growing myself, forming habits, becoming the ultimate self-development nerd so that I can find that control in my life. I've mentioned some of them before. Some of you might think are a little out there, but one example was that I would only be taking freezing cold showers. This was one of my habits, usually when I woke up. I learned this idea from Tony Robbins, and the idea behind it is that you're starting your day off immediately with something difficult. Does anybody want to wake up and jump into a freezing cold shower? <laughs> Hell no. But by doing that, I was reinforcing the idea that I start my day off with difficult things and that I'm willing to do stuff other people aren't doing. And as James Clear puts it, every time you make a habit, you're casting a vote for the type of person you want to become. And although it might not seem like a big thing for me to do, it allowed me to build the confidence right away by doing something that was difficult. Other things, I would put my phone in airplane mode, as I mentioned before, um, before going to bed, so I wouldn't have the urge to check it when I woke up so I could start off with a clear mind. Some other habits were meditating, journaling, eating healthy, and exercising. I began realizing, well, kids my age might be doing one of these, but what if I could do all of them? And that's what I would start to do. And I felt great. I was signaling to myself that I was using this time to the best of my advantage and I had a system in place to create structure. So now before going into the next part, I want you to reflect back on your experience in quarantine and think about habits that you had in place and what that feeling gave you. There's something to be said about consistency because it helps inform you about your identity. Maybe you would go for a walk every day or would call a different family member every day and you were able to focus on all the important things in your life. And I think that's what made this an unbelievable time is that 
You have the space to reflect and think about what's important in your life and focus on that. I'm sure there's something out there that you could think of. Then all of a sudden we're back in person and you're having all these weird, funny encounters with people you thought might have transferred or that you really haven't seen in a while. Another funny one is people you always saw on Zoom that at the time you didn't know at all. And all of a sudden you get really close with them because we're back to in-person classes. And it's so exciting because you're able to have that human interaction in time with people that you really couldn't a year ago. And with that though comes the struggles and we'll use what we've learned from those struggles to help guide us throughout this winter break. So one of those struggles for me was just dealing with that extra busyness of being in person. And one thing I wanna do is emphasize, and I did this in my first episode, and that is that I'm not an expert because literally in July, I made an episode discussing how to handle coming back in person after COVID restrictions have been lifted. Like I knew how I myself could handle it. But when getting back to campus, I didn't know how to, and I should have listened to that episode because it really would have helped me. But I began seeing those important things start to fade away in my life as the more urgent things needed to get done became more prominent. And the idea of important versus urgent. Important things are those that you might be able to put off but are really important to help build your future, whereas your urgent things need to get done soon but won't really benefit you for your future. So I started to see my habits get thrown away. We started having those in-person activities on campus, in-person classes, going out to lunches, all those things rack up. And as time passed, I started getting exhausted and got to the point where my habits became a should instead of a must. And once your habits become a should, they slowly fade away. And the reason I think this happened is that I began to start seeing my days being filled up naturally. So I didn't feel as though I needed to create the structure for myself anymore. This means that with the return to campus, you didn't have to be as creative with your time. And because of that, I began losing the things that were working for me beforehand. And times of COVID, the little things felt like they mattered a lot more. But amongst the busyness of life now, those habits began to seem not as much worth it. So I would start looking at the cold shower as not really necessary. Why am I doing that? I would wake up and go on my phone because I would think this won't really benefit me by not going on it. And I wouldn't journal as much because I needed to be somewhere in 10 minutes instead of hopping on a Zoom because none of those important habits were time sensitive. They began to lose out and I would start returning back to my old self. And I'd say about six weeks ago is when I noticed that I felt like I was losing that identity because I didn't have that structure in my life. I no longer felt like I was doing things other people weren't. And as a result, I started to lose my confidence. Thoughts like you aren't a hard worker, you're slipping, you aren't going to get where you want to go came into my mind. And I was a mess because the life that I was building started to just seem to fade away. And with all this excitement going on, I still felt like I was walking around just going through the motions because I didn't have that identity that I was really proud of. And then I started feeling like my grades started to suffer because I was getting distracted by people and things that just weren't as necessary. And I would just feel less and less empowered and strong like I did when I was in that regimented place. I would be eating not as well because of the time in between classes and I couldn't run home. And then I would just be at this place where I started eating crappy food on campus. And all these little things where I started sacrificing my habits began to lead to me feeling like I lost control. And now I realize something very important about me. (laughs) I like certainty. And I feel as though the reason I felt at times stressed and distracted is because I prioritize those urgent things. And by doing that, I lost that certainty. And lately, the last week or two, I felt like genuinely at ease and happy like I've gotten my identity back. Because up until that point, I was just going about my day with a lack of direction for what I wanted. And with winter break coming up, I now 
have an idea of what life looks like after COVID and realize where I struggled and how to plan ahead for it. Whereas before, when I put out that episode, I didn't. I still gave good advice that's plausible, but I didn't have that idea and and that experience of getting back to in-person. And all the momentum that I felt like I had lost at times during the semester by getting distracted by those things that weren't important, I have the opportunity to gain back and so do you. So enough about me. I rarely ever talk to that extent about my life in an episode, but I think it's important to share a little bit so others don't feel like they're going it alone. So now for you, maybe you're in a position where you feel like you lost control. You built this identity for yourself that you never even knew you had in you over quarantine and your time back in person has slowly taken away that identity. Or maybe you're feeling pretty good about where you're at and you want to separate yourself. This is an unbelievable time to do just that. So what I'm going to discuss with you right now are ideas based on Ed Milet's episode last year called Separation Season. And those are times when other people are taking their foot off the gas pedal and you're able to get ahead and build momentum by doing things other people aren't willing to do. And right now we're entering winter break. This is a time that a lot of people ease off and that's completely fine. We just finished up finals, ending the year at work, but that break for a holiday might turn into an entire month break where you lose all the momentum that you had going into it. And you might be like, well, sometimes we all just need a break, but also being able to keep your momentum going will keep you happy and in the groove once coming back to real life. And I mentioned before that a lot of times when I see my habits lacking, it's because they're becoming a should instead of a must. And those often are during breaks like these. We start saying, oh, it's the holidays. Give yourself a break. We start eating a lot more. I don't have just one big bowl of baked ziti. Maybe I'll have two. Maybe I'll have three. Then comes dessert and I'm eating legit everything that's on the table. I might not be as stressed out because we're on a break, And then I stopped meditating and journaling because those were the tools used to calm me down when I was stressed out during the school year. But then I get out of the habit. And when you return to real life, you're out of routine. And then you have to reteach yourself the skill when you are stressed out again. But this is the start of the season. You have Christmas coming up, New Year's coming up. And I'd say these are three weeks where people start going easier. So let's say you lost your momentum during these last couple months and you feel like all the things you created during quarantine were in the rear view mirror, you lost them. And everyone else seemed to catch up with you because you stopped those. Well, now many people that seem to be ahead of you are going to use this time as a way to relax, which is good, but you have the opportunity to gain back those feelings that you once had. There's a little role reversal here. So if walking your dog or going on a hike, which gave you peace of mind and clarity became less important, get back to doing that. If you haven't been running as much Try going running a little more than you usually do. If you always feel as though you eat too much during the holidays, which leads you to starting a New Year's resolution to eat healthier, maybe eat a little less big ziti and a little less cake. And this advice is for me as well. Because last year after the holidays, I started the whole 30 because of what I ate over break. Literally, that was the reason. But by you doing this during these times, you're proving to yourself, wow, I'm well rested, enjoying my family, and also feel as though I'm moving myself forward and building back my confidence. This is really important and you're getting the best of both worlds. The time with family that comes with break and also feeling pretty good about yourself. But another idea to take into account is that you need to plan as well because your break is a different type of world than what you're going to re-enter. So in order to be better adjusted, you need to anticipate versus react. And what's good now is that you know what that life looks like. As I mentioned, you know what post-COVID life looks like or what that atmosphere is like not post-COVID life. So you know what 
that looks like and you can start asking yourself, where did I go wrong? What moments in my day made me weaker than I wanted to be? Let's say you were eating really healthy up until the last couple months, but then the transitions to classes are what got you. You have a 10 a.m. class ending at 1130. Your next class is a three hour class starting at 12, but you forget to make a healthy lunch, as I mentioned, and you need to eat something. So you just have an unhealthy thing on campus because again, you need to eat. This mistake I made all the time where I just said, oh, I forgot to do this. Let me go get something at the layer. Whereas last year, you just go to your fridge, eat healthy food between 1130 and 12, and then you just hop on Zoom. Now, not only do you use the holiday to start eating healthier, but you use it as a time to analyze where you fell short in your day to day. So once realizing this, you can say, okay, well, now knowing that my problem comes with being unprepared with food, I can start making my meals the night before. And since you have your schedule in front of you, you know what classes you're going to take, you know what your work schedule looks like, you can start planning around that. And if you feel like this is happening to you every day, but you just don't have enough time to make your meals every single night, what if you made a huge meal and just had leftovers to eat for the next couple of days after? This way you can still save time while also feeling in control. This is what the holiday season can be for you. It's about turning your shoulds back into musts, being able to anticipate how to make them a must, not only when you're back home, but when you re-enter that environment that caused you to get there in the first place. And this isn't to say that you have to spend the entire break grinding and never spending time with your family. You have a lot of hours in the day. That might mean an extra hour a day of self-work, reaching out to one extra family member a day to keep building connection. And at the holidays, that might mean, again, not having three bowls of pasta or every dessert. What if you only had one bowl or two desserts when you feel like you could have had more? It's crazy how good it feels to say no to certain things sometimes. Saying no to that unhealthy food, saying no to something that's not really gonna benefit you. And let's say you start doing that where you're not eating out as much and times where you would choose to eat out, you eat your food that you made from home. So let's say you're saving $10. Make a note on your phone or somewhere on your journal, anything. Make a note of all the times that you saved money where you used to spend it or eat unhealthy. And what this does is it gives you physical evidence that you're doing things that you used to not do. And what this does is it builds your confidence because if you're just eating really healthy and you're not giving yourself credit, it's gonna feel like crap. So by giving you that note, it's just allowing you to boost your morale, boost your happiness, and be proud of what you're doing and the changes that you're making in your life. And also, this is a perfect time for focusing on future opportunities in your life, meaning, Things that were not necessarily top priority during the semester, such as internship research, that could be an option. That's what I'm doing right now. It was something I was stressing out about all of the semester and action usually takes away a lot of stress, surprisingly. So let's say you start doing one hour of internship research or job research looking for a new job. Your break is three weeks long. Let's say you do one hour a day, that's 21 hours of internship research and I'm sure you would have made massive strides by the end of the break. But this is the time to do it. And for those of you who might not be in a place where you felt yourself losing habits, keep building what you've been building. And there's also other separation season moments that Ed Milette mentions to take advantage of. So there's summer, there's weekends, and two other specific times are right when you get home from work and also 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Fridays, which he mentions are like the least productive time in an individual's week. So summer and weekends are obvious times that people might not be doing as much work, but let's take a look at the two other options. Most of the time when you get home from work, the first thing you want to do is eat dinner and not do anything related to what you've been doing for the last eight hours of your day. 
But what if you spent just 30 extra minutes working on things outside of your job? If you do an extra 30 minutes each day for a week, that's a four and a half hour additional amount of time that you're committing to your job, which is a little over 11%. I know I'm getting a little technical with you of the work that the average employee is doing. So over time that adds up and it's only 30 minutes extra each day. Also, the window from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. on Fridays is one of the most unprotective times in your week, as I mentioned, because the weekend is so close. Everyone's getting distracted by it with their families and friends and all the plans that they have. This is another separation point where you can build back your confidence and prove to yourself you're doing things other people aren't. So these go on for the entire year. Every week you have an opportunity to separate yourself when other people are taking their foot off the gas pedal. And also just give yourself credit for adjusting. This is not an easy time coming off of COVID, being online for a year plus and having to go back to in person. This is not easy for anybody to have to deal with. So start realizing and appreciating all the things you did well this past semester or at work or the last quarter and think, what can I do to further put myself ahead of others? This can be a separation time for everyone. And for me, I want to regain back my momentum so that I can be ready to go for second semester. And this for you all starts with recognizing what musts became shoulds and what you need to do to get back to a place where they are musts and then being able to use those habits you've rebuilt and plan around them to anticipate how they can play out in the busyness of everyday life when you get back. And this can still be a fun holiday season, as I mentioned. So I encourage you, have a hell of a time with your friends and family and just do a little bit more than what other people might be doing because it feels good, I promise. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I hope you took a lot away from this talk. If you want to reach me at 19-year-old-trink-podcast on Instagram or my personal page is WJG23. But hope you have a great rest of your day and happy holidays. Take care.